everybody. That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of the Coven Podcast, where we talk about all things controversial bubbling up in the cauldron. And I think Channel Awesome has kind of made it like overflow because there's just <laughs> so <laughs> much. There's so much. This that Google Doc is like I don't even it know how many pages. It just kept getting worse. <laughs> it just kept, kept digging a grave. And then the apology. And, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get into apology. it. Though. We'll get into it. But I am your host, the Witch of the Wavelengths, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today is Emily Rubin. Hello. And the Druid of Depression, Matt Yap. Yay. Well, <laughs> well uh, accurate question mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. So Channel Awesome, my my lone experience with Channel Awesome was mostly through Nostalgia Critic, just like the kinds of videos that would be like, that was like The Room, I think is what a lot of people yeah. know it from, because it's like yeah. his review of The Room is a lot of people's like actual experience with the movie versus actually watching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as a whole, I feel like Channel Awesome kind of like peaked mid 2000s because it seems to be on the same like production quality as that <laughs> time period yeah it looks it still looks like everyone's filming in a basement even though ha- they have like a $90,000 studio I'm saying, I'm saying, which is oh. fine for like early YouTube that's how we all like everything early YouTube was like you're filming in a basement but then it just yeah still. and being like very skit based <laughs> yeah and like funny voices and I don't and think people really like that as it, much yeah I, th- I think YouTube kind of moved on without them but they they were still there they were still there <laughs> so that that's the extent of of my knowledge of Channel Awesome though is just like nostalgia critic like a talking cat and like <laughs> back in the, the room and just bad movie reviews essentially because yeah. I didn't want to actually put the time in to watch the bad movie I just wanted the <laughs> highlights yeah. But but what about you guys before before the event? What was your experience with Channel Awesome? So- I knew Nostalgia Critic as well, um, which I feel like everyone, if you knew Channel Awesome, that's probably where you started. Mm-hmm. And then I checked out other ones from it, and the only one I was ever interested in was Pushing Up Roses or Pushing Up Roses. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she was cool, and... She didn't get caught up in all these like, crazy things. <laughs> she's staying out of it pretty much. <laughs> she, she's being good. Uh, but yeah, she did kind of like similar like reviewy kind of newsy things, which I enjoyed. And so like other than that, that's I didn't really know too much of Channel Awesome. Um, so I came in at the very beginning when they were the website was just a baby and they were still on baby. YouTube. It was a baby website. <laughs> <A> baby. <laughs> and um yeah, I started watching the Nostalgia Critic, but I actually became a much bigger fan of Lindsay Ellis, who was the nostalgia chick. And when she left the site, I left the site. Mm. <laughs> so that was basically like two thousand thirteen, don't quote me on that. But I mean, I grew out of Doug Walker and Lindsay is an actual like USC, NYU grad who knows film. And <laughs> I mean, I d- just Doug doesn't really appeal to me because I want to actually explore film and he doesn't. <laughs> I say, I feel like everything he does is like, where can I find comedy on the surface level? Yeah. And it's yeah. not like, it's still a review, I suppose, but I would like to like get real, yeah. like in-depth look, like you said, from someone who's like educated on it. His entire thing is just reference. That's funny. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not in middle school anymore. So Yeah, yeah I, I believe, I don't know if it was necessarily in the doc or if it was someone's tweets, but uh, someone had mentioned that when they were working with him, they did like a funny voice and he was like, oh, what are you basing that yeah. off of? And she was like, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, it's just a voice, voice that I do sometimes. And it's like, but. But what is it based off of? And it's like, he cannot understand anything that isn't referential to something else. That's not good for a creator. Mm. Just to throw that out there. Sometimes you have to create things. Whoa. Not here. Never here. Whoa. 
But Channel Awesome is this channel website, etc. of like a whole bunch of people are involved, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different creators. And I guess like it's so YouTube is a very it's not new anymore, but no. in terms of like on the bigger scale of things, it is a very new platform in terms of like when multiple people are working on a single project, like how do you pay those people? How are those people like involved, like legalities and stuff like right. that? So there's been a, there's been a lot of uh, mishandling uh, necessarily of uh, how that all goes down within the background of Channel Awesome. But there's also, of course, the... The classic issue that's pervaded every platform there ever will be ever. Sexism. Yay. Yay. On the internet? What? What? (laughs) Wilden. It will also exist on the internet. So it's really noticeable that uh, in this Google Doc that came out, that was just essentially everyone airing their grievances against Channel Awesome, which are all very valid grievances. But the, the common theme was... So some just general harassment and sexism and not giving people credit, but especially women. Especially women. Is especially women. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I guess it's like at this point, are we still surprised by when these things come out or is it like an eventuality? I think, I, I hate to be the pessimist here, but I mean, as long, if you have a man in power, uh, even as just like a CEO of a small internet company, yeah. I think there's going to be some sexism, even if it's very minor. In this case, it wasn't, but I, I mean, it just seems to be how it is now, and that's really sad. That's kind yeah. of disheartening, yeah. It's like, it was like a journey for me, because like when all these things started, I wanted to be like, Oh, because I'm a man. I was. I, I didn't want to be like, oh, men in power are bad. But like, genuinely, kind of like you said, it's at this point, at least from what I've seen, is when you have men in power, mm-hmm. it gets bad. They tend to run that classic little boys club, and it's just, it's unfortunate. Makes me slightly embarrassed to be a man, but it's fine. I'll try to be one of the good ones. Yay! Yeah, yeah. It it is kind of one of those things where I feel like. There's this perception that like internet things are like safer somehow because yeah. we relate to them more closely than we would like Hollywood executives. They're nicer people. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're like us, and we're not terrible people. <laughs> uh, at least we hope we're not. But yeah. but instead we have you know the things coming out like poor poor Holly Brown. She was just an admin, and Mike Ellis was like angry at her that he she you know he's married, but like. Sh- she wouldn't get in a relationship with him. How dare she? Come on now, Holly. Holly. I just don't. And the fact that it was reported and nobody really, I mean, they fired him, but their first reaction was to go to a safe house with her with a sword and pepper spray. Like, what are these nerds Which going so, to do? I was going to say, <laughs> sounds like the biggest joke. It sounds like they were doing a skit for their channel. Exactly. And that's not even legal. Just want to throw that out. <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. mean you can't I mean, it's just you can't just protect somebody with a sword and pepper spray? That's yeah. Not... I mean when when I say she was at she's HR for the company. So like he harassed the humans relationships like person? Like hmm. It's like a new low. Hmm. Like it it's just like throughout there just seems to be like a lack of regard that there would be any consequences at all right. at any point. Yeah. I mean the 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 fault is on a lot of people, but it's it's mostly the people that were more higher up in the company. Definitely Mike Michaud and I think Robert Walker would probably be the 
biggest to blame. And then Doug is definitely up there. He's not guilt free at all. No, no. If you're on top, then even if like you're not HR, so you know it's not your job. But if you are leading a company and there's problems to where even like where does your HR go to at this point? It should yeah. be you. Yeah. Like I think anything that happens within a company, and the reason we see when scandals happen, even if it wasn't something a CEO did, the reason the CEO says something about the company is because they lead it. They're leading the ship. If there's a hole in the ship, they should go down with it. Exactly. Yeah. Or at least take responsibility in some way that's not like, oh, we're sorry that you felt that way. You know, if they hadn't (laughs) fired their uh, HR, they might have had a better apology, guys. Maybe. (laughs) To play pure devil's advocate, though. Go on. What was it? Johnny Sports Ball. Johnny McSports Ball. Johnny McSports Ball. Genuinely, though, like we've said before, YouTube's kind of weird in the fact that, like, yeah, it's, like, sort of a production company, but also all these people are kind of doing their own thing, and it's all kind of weird. And so maybe the issue here is they weren't really sure because there's not exactly a proper template for it. Mm -hmm. They weren't really sure how to address all this. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think it's... (laughs) But there's also, I mean... They are YouTube-based in a way, but we also have to keep in mind they have an entire Chicago crew. So they're trying to play, like, the big game. They're trying to be, like, we are an actual corporation. And with that comes a responsibility. And if they weren't ready for it, they shouldn't have done it. It sounds like they don't have lawyers and they don't have consultants. And that's... Those should be first in a company's formation. And I'm sure they have a lawyer. But, I mean, like, they need to consult with them about stuff like this. Yeah. Or when they did have people to consult with, like Holly, she said, like, she was listening to maybe 5% of the time. That's when it's down to single digits of like yeah. how often like your expertise is used within a I company. I was hoping you're going to be like five out of 10 times. No, 5%. No, no <laughs> not like five out of seven times, just five, five out of 100 times. It can't be because 100. she was a woman. It might Never. be. Never. <laughs> it, it could be because... She's a woman. <laughs> you know, all these women in the company are complaining, and they all share similar complaints. Do you think it's because they're women? Do you think that's a common denominator? Purely coincidence. Purely, Come on. <laughs> but I think it's even more notable that people on here are men as well on this document complaining. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, there's definitely a marked difference between the issues women had and the issues that men had. I mean, throughout it, there's just like mistitling of videos, like huge miscommunications in terms of like, hey, you said that we were going to do this thing and you kind of like did it without me. Yeah. No. I mean, even like when Kara is a good example because mm-hmm. he was one of the big players in Channel Awesome and the fact that he was kept, he kept being told that they were going to uh, split the site up into like a satellite based site so each producer's from my understanding each producer's would be conde- connected to their own domain site so yes. he was going to run Inked Reality which would be all comic books which is his shtick and he kept yeah. being told this is going to happen and then it he didn't hear anything about it he just kind of came to the conclusion it's not going to happen right. if someone like him like one of the big like view bringer inners isn't getting information, then there's no way that any of the little guys are gonna get any of that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it it's at the point where I really don't understand like what the expectation was that no one would ever like complain or yeah. leave or make this giant mass exodus. Like Yeah. I, I, I really can't get in the head of that. All those like weird like channel conglomerates that I feel like they've kind of died out a bit more now but I'd say like 2013 to 2015 they were really popular Mm -hmm. I think they were all weird in that way where they all kind of mistreated people and then 
they were just expecting them to stick around. Like, I think a great example is Grace Helbig and the My mm. Damn Channel thing, where she was like, I don't like this. I don't want this anymore. And they're like, well, we have all of your content. And we're going to keep it. And so maybe that's why is that I've obviously maybe. not seen the contract, maybe. but they like My Damn Channel managed to hold on to all of her content. And so maybe these guys are stuck in a similar situation. I don't mm. know. To me, it almost reads like they know that there's not really a need for this type of website anymore. It doesn't seem like they're really trying to keep their producers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, they haven't really, at least in the public sphere, done anything to, like, ease any tensions. <laughs> so people just keep leaving. It kind of seems like they realize it's not a good business model anymore, and this is their way of getting rid of them to focus on Doug. But that is my tinfoil hat conspiracy. Do we need to focus do on Doug? Do we need to focus on Doug? <laughs> it's, all, it's always Doug. It's always been Doug. <laughs> But that's the thing. Again, like, not only is, like, kind of this format outdated, but yeah. I think Doug himself is fairly outdated. He had his time. Yes. He, it was definitely like that. He had that mid 2000s humor. Like, I'm talking 2004, like, mm-hmm. early, <laughs> early YouTube that he had it down. Yeah. Like, but you have to evolve as the years go by. And a lot of years have gone by <laughs> and there's been very little deviation from the content he was originally coming out right. with. Right, and he's very, something that has bothered me, like I said, I don't really watch his content, but I've tuned in for like the occasional video. And one that stuck out to me, he did a skit that's very obviously calling out fans that are like, you know, things have changed and we don't like it. And he takes the stance, a very pointed stance that like, it's not because my content is bad. It's because you can't accept change. And that came out, that was in the, uh, I think it was the Christmas with the Cranks episode, which came out, I don't know, like a year or so ago. It, that is kind of an insight into how he thinks. And I think that gives us <laughs> some insight into how this happened. And it's not that people can't accept change. It's that you haven't changed. Yeah, and the changes you've done have been bad. years, yeah. <laughs> so... It's. I just think there's a huge misunderstanding of their brand. I don't think he understands what made him popular. It's not necessarily his opinions. It's that he came into YouTube at a time when the whole thing was reactionary to things. So yeah. he was able to capitalize on like, you know, these little memes that would go around and we've moved past that. He hasn't. And even then he's like not doing the thing that made him famous. He's bringing in skits and everything. And that was never his strong suit. So I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Here's my tinfoil hat theory. Here we go. He knew. So he, I mean, regardless tinfoil hat or not, he knew he had to have known at least some scope of what was going on. But maybe tinfoil hat back on. He (laughs) let this happen because he knew that then afterward there would be so much reactionary videos and like we react to Channel Awesome Drama or here's my opinion on Channel Awesome Drama and somehow he's getting money from all those videos. See, and that's how he's cashing out. Yeah, and pass me the tinfoil. Going I buy off. That. Well, I mean, he's also not in charge. I mean, he doesn't own Channel Awesome. It's a shared between five people, and Mike Michaud owns a huge percent of that. So technically. <laughs> not even I just like Doug isn't smart enough <laughs> 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 even with the tinfoil hat we can't give him that much credit <laughs> Mike Michaud is not either but he's manipulative enough that well, certainly has become clear throughout this document wearing the tinfoil hat like even if it's not just just for uh, Channel Awesome I think most creators know the Logan Paul formula is yeah. that if you cause some controversy you like People will show up. Your views will go up, <laughs> grossly enough. Isn't it disgusting? It's yeah. really gross. Yeah. What a time. 
Although there has been, I think Jeremy showed me the other day, Channel Awesome Social Blade. They are plummeting. The other day, the it was like thirty three thousand, and it's minus gone up. Subscribers, Yay. it's and they've lost all their partners except like with the exception of Brad, and they're down to two producers. One who is only staying as a joke. I mean, yeah, the Hunger <laughs> Games, right? Yeah, <laughs> he wants to win the Hunger Games. So Larry Bundy Jr. His entire thing is like they never noticed me. I wonder how long it'll take, and now he's just like <laughs> I am going to be the last one standing, <laughs> and it's amazing. I hope he gets it. Buddy. I hope he gets it. I think that speaks to a lot of like how the company and I at this point I really want to put company in like air quotes <laughs> because right. what what is this? It's not a company. <laughs> it's it's trying to be, but it's not really. But like there were so many people that were just like on the wayside that they mm-hmm. it's like you're you're still like hosting their content and thus like yeah. you're responsible for their content. What if someone suddenly went on like a rampage and became like a neo-Nazi <laughs> and started posting like neo-Nazi content, you'd still be responsible but how are their for that. Views? But <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> but they're getting good views. It's it's just incredible to me, like the lack of oversight. Yeah. Except when it came to like blaming women in the company for things that men had done. Exactly. It's ridiculous. That's that's just the part that gets me the most in um, the section authored by Obscurus Lupa when she's talking about like people like like Mike like physically like coming up to her and being like I can't this didn't get done why didn't it get done and it's like oh that was what's his name and it's like but you're responsible for this somehow <laughs> and it's like wow it's almost like maybe you're responsible for everything that happens here dude almost not quite but almost <laughs> but almost like that. Oh, um, you know, it's CEO like stands that. for certain. <laughs> I don't. Okay, Where's I got to stop while I'm ahead because I have no idea what I was gonna do. Certainly, but, extra in charge. Oh, thanks. <laughs> All right, patent it. Patent it now. We're going Put with it. On the shirt. <laughs> We're gonna make millions, guys. We really are. So, like, I guess you YouTube as a whole has been having some general issues. A little bit. Do you, do you guys think that this is just symptomatic of, like, YouTube? Or uh, is this, this what is, happens in Hollywood? So this is actually interesting because it's not happening on YouTube. This is strictly their, their website. Com- yeah. Yeah, it's their company that is the issue. Uh, I mean, they post to YouTube, but the issue is that the aggregate site didn't have good administration to allow this to happen, like to allow what was, you know, what was the intended purpose of an aggregate site where everyone gets all this exposure to happen. Um, So I'm not really sure a comparison can be made explicitly to YouTube because it's outside of the realm of YouTube in this instance. Uh, I mean, obviously there's like the reaction videos and everything on YouTube that's aiding in the controversy, but I don't think like, you know, the uh, YouTube censoring people is really or like um, the demonetization. Yeah, the, thank you. I can think of the word demonetization. Uh, I mean, is that's what it is too. It. It's censorship. But I'm in college. I remember a word. Yeah, <laughs> college. Yay. Yay. Uh, I, I I agree with you that like it's their aggregate site which is the problem. But in terms of just like the general environment and everything mm-hmm. going wrong with the sexism and all that jazz, I would kind of top that into YouTube because I think yeah, that's we true. I think we do right now see very much a kind of culture of uh, a polite word for dumb (laughs) like leading (laughs) (laughs) leading the charge yeah like I think that we have the Logan Pauls and we have the Rice Gums and we Mm -hmm. have uh, just all these different usually men who lead with these 
big I'm better than everyone kind of personalities that it does create this culture that I think leaked into channel or at least channel awesome maintain that kind of mentality that I think has caused a lot of issues no that that's actually that's like a really good point (laughs) I mean the attitude has to come from somewhere that they feel that there's not going to be consequences for these actions and whether or not that's like from the greater the industry at large in terms of like production and Hollywood and mm-hmm. that this because this kind of thing certainly happens and even on a larger scale within Hollywood because you know when you have such a bigger platform like film or television then you're kind of willing to put up with a lot of bullshit in order to just right. get yeah. exposure or get your name on a credit sequence and so I can imagine like it, it's hard then like that there's all this stuff happening and it's like this is on such a smaller scale and it's like oh my gosh guys <laughs> you you had to put up with so much and there's not a, as big a payoff as right. there would be if this was happening in a Hollywood studio <sighs> sad times I, I'll say it is sad because like they do everything you would do in like a Hollywood studio and they put on all this work and then they're just like great that's that's it though and that's all you thanks that, for all the work that's but. what you get they get paid in exposure I, uh. anything, I, that's my least favorite thing at this <laughs> moment, but one of my favorite things to read right now are those, like, people asking for free art. Choosing beggars like, on Reddit. Yeah, choosing yeah. beggars. Yeah, exactly. But that's, that's what this feels a lot like. It's like, hey, we're, we have a following, kind of, and we have a site that looks like it's still from 2004, yeah. and we can put you on it, and you'll be expected to put up with all this stuff. You just reminded me. You do you know that site? It's made on like a hundred dollar template, <laughs> and they still haven't like updated the back end of it. So it's still like uh, I can't remember like what brand it is, but it's like a sports template. Oh my god! Like that's Amazing. the level we're at, oh, guys. No, back to the uh, aggregate channel things. My damn channel specifically. I don't know how. Again, specifically my uh, or yeah, my damn channel did it one way. I th- I'm assuming it's probably a similar way to. Uh, uh, Channel Awesome or whatever, but they would prey on literally like smaller creators who like weren't getting monetization. They were like, look at all this exposure. Give us your content. But also think of all the exposure you get. So I think it is kind of a gross thing that they prey on these yeah. people who just want to make it big and they have all these hopes when in reality you're kind of like signing over your work where it's yeah. it's still yours, but now someone else is getting the credit for it. Yeah. With Mars Girl, when she was one of the first people on the site. They had her send uh, Mike the videos and she was told she would be compensated later mm-hmm. and she says she was never compensated yankers that's not good no. paying people's kind of a big step one in a company yeah, yeah. no like none of those uh anniversary videos were paid <laughs> I, like there's I'm, I'm going through her her whole part on the google doc right now and there's just it's just like there's so many things that like just build up as well. Like they would mm-hmm. mistitle her videos, which just irks me really personally <laughs> right. because it's like, wow, there's like one of her earliest videos was animation, a children's medium. And it was meant to question whether or not animation was truly meant for children as it's often perceived or if it's just commonly had a specific adult audience, etc. And it was titled A History of Animation. That's it. That's, that's it. Not <laughs> that's not correct. That's not, that's not correct. Uh 
and it's oh, and she mentions like being 22 at the time and not knowing how to handle such a situation when right. I was so happy to have been made an addition to the team I buckled and apologized profusely saying this was another misunderstanding and that uh, I meant that I was the one who communicated badly and that I wouldn't let it happen again when there's people with more experience that are actually taking who advantage know, yeah. of her naivety in this situation and being like, oh, no, you you did this. This was your bad. Devil's advocate again. Sup, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> so to be fair, maybe the way they were doing it is because they do have more experience. Maybe they felt like, you know, by putting this title on it, by saying a history of animation, that has like a wider appeal than – uh, animation to children's medium question mark so maybe they were just trying to help in some weird way probably could have communicated it better but maybe that was their version of helping so I can chime in on this one um, so the way that Mars Girl describes it in the document is that when they post things on the site producers would leave a little tag that describes briefly like what it's supposed to be what the video is supposed to be and she kind of described it as like it sort of goes into animation as a whole and like the history of like why it's perceived as like a children's medium and is it really right and so mike didn't read that so he just wrote history of and the issue with that is it was essentially mislabeled it was not giving the content that it was described in the title so mars girl was on the receiving end of people like complaining to her about like this is false advertising so to me i think it's just Mike literally not, not paying care. attention. You don't yeah, think it's like even. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean for I him tried to yell to give at you her. An out guy. Actually, I don't want you to have an out. So <laughs> sorry, Mike. Michael. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Just full name him <laughs> at the all times. Gosh, it's yeah. Uh, it's just that's part of what like irks me a lot about this is it's a lot of people who should know better that yeah. are taking advantage of people. But who here's the don't. thing: do they? I mean, Mike worked at Circuit City. Oh, oh! Doug was and what he worked night staff as a janitor. I they got tossed up into these positions of power pretty quickly with very little experience, so it was bound to go wrong. And that's not an excuse. That no. just means like, what did we expect here, guys? Yeah. They probably should have found someone who had some sort of experience in yeah. like running a business. Rather than a night janitor and a circuit city employee. <laughs> not it. taking shots at like night janitors, but like yeah. not but, quite CEO ready. Like it's one thing if they had done this on their own, but they're managing other people. Yeah. And yeah. that's like when you have the careers of other people in your hands, you need to go and educate yourself about how to manage that. That's, Absolutely. Because I don't think we'd be as angry if it was just like, I don't know, Doug on his own in front of a camera and he did something stupid. Yeah. It'd just be a Logan Paul situation. Exactly. Where it's just right. like he made NASA of himself and that's it whereas this is something that has affected so many people yeah like multiple multiple people and I think yeah it admittedly like I think at the time when like stuff like this got big you know there were again there was no like template for mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. to go about this and you're going to run into bumps along the way in terms of management but I think one thing we all should know about management is that you don't <laughs> come on to your employees sexually, especially if you're married, and especially <laughs> if they are much younger than you. You are in a place of power. Do not abuse that. Wait, am it's I like hearing... There was a red that? flag everywhere there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so can, we talk, can we talk about Juario then? Yes. Oh, my go, goodness. Go all right, it. so I'm going to tell you all my experience because 
I'm Jewish and I my like it when you see somebody when you learn about somebody that's represented represent, representative of your people you get really excited so right. at Hebrew school Juario was really popular so we would all just sit and watch Juario stuff and that's so lame <laughs> looking back <laughs> <at it. laughs> I love the concept of like little Emily in the Hebrew school so like everyone huddled around a computer we had like five minute breaks so we didn't even get to watch a full video <laughs> pause it remember where we're at we'll come back to this later it was a nightmare but um I can't say he was ever like my favorite but I I had this impression of him being like this father figure of the website because he was like 40 yeah and he I very clearly remember this uh, his last like stream before he ended up killing himself, and mm-hmm. it was him going, "You're not stupid. Believe in yourself." And it, as uh, I believe, yeah, high schooler, I was like, "Wow, that's really impactful." And then he killed himself, um, so he was martyred essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Channel Awesome, um, by the way, n- they knew what he did at this point, but they made a video that martyred him. They talked about all this great stuff he did and like just what a great person he was, and. Because none of us outside of like a few producers and management knew what was happening, we all bought it. Even mm-hmm. if you didn't watch his stuff, he was this—he was now a symbol for mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. Right, and that in itself is good. But now we know him, and we've made him a symbol for this thing. And being <laughs> someone who's been involved in sexual assault and grooming should not be the face of a. Uh, you know, charity movement no. in any way. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a, it's a rough situation for the producers, his family who didn't know that he was d- doing these things, the victims who should have never been, Ju- Justin should have never been outed at this point by yeah. Channel Awesome. It should have been the victims that had the right to do it on their own terms because he can't hurt anybody anymore. Um, they're being victimized now. And, of course, the fans that looked up to this guy for years now have to face the realization that, like, you can't trust people blindly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, someone I watched a video, and it, it was someone that knew him, and they were like, well, you know, it was hard for me to come to terms that Justin could do this, this really nice guy. But then when you think about it, because he is such a nice guy, he was an older guy who was a father figure, he is the image of a groomer. We yeah. just don't mm-hmm. want to... Admit that. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, crazy. I'm sure that that image came to his advantage. Yeah. Exactly. That's like, he's just a nice father figure. He yeah. wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I, I could imagine even being in the situation of being groomed. It's like, you wouldn't think of that. You're being groomed. You would yeah. think that, oh, he's taken a special interest in me. He and cares. It's he like cares. a special yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's like, looking back on that, that's like really creepy. And it is a really difficult situation because like you said, he's martyred now. Like whenever people die, especially if they've committed suicide, there's this whole thing where they're kind of like put on kind of a pedestal. How do we go about this? Like you can't speak ill of the dead. Right. But maybe we can. I think it does fall again onto the producers because like, yeah, like we said, we don't want to speak ill of the dead. You know, his family's obviously in mourning. We don't want to attack this guy. But especially since they knew they didn't need to go on uh, out of their way to be like, he was such a good guy. We made this video like memorializing him. He's a good person. They're either you don't you definitely don't idolize him, but there's still a tasteful way to go about and be like, hey, these are the things that happen if the victims want that. But either way, you definitely never idolize him. Yeah. yeah. 
And I do just want to clarify, because I know this has been a point of contention on the Twitter. The uh, Twitter. <laughs> uh, most of the producers were completely unaware that Justin Carmichael was doing these things. Uh, a lot of the people organizing the Not So Awesome document found out um, from the first Jane Doe that they contacted right before the article went live. Mm. Uh, the people that were covering Justin were management. Um to my knowledge, it was mostly management. I'm sure a few other select people know, but it's not their story to tell. He's not here, and I, it's ridiculous to put the blame on people that knew Justin uh, who didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is on out. management because when a situation like that happens in the workplace, you should be able to expect to go to management and yeah. be like, hey, so this is happening i know this is a really well respected figure in the company but this is happening and we have to address this somehow right 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 wrong we <laughs> wrong. don't we and bury it the way that this just went down is mesmerizingly dumb like in their uh our response literally called our response oh like great good for you um the, the reason it came out was because they one, they kept all the dates on the chat log where they were talking about getting rid of Justin and they forgot to get rid of the J. What, like, how do you even, <laughs> they like, they whited out the rest of his name except that J. So if you put two and two together when he left, it's obviously Justin. Like, it doesn't take, like, Reddit detectives <laughs> to, like, figure that out. It's, it's like, <laughs> here's literally two and two together. That's it. There we go. Like the it's most Justin. Of the, most of the internet figured it out in, like, a night. Yeah. So, good job, guys. Yeah. Didn't know how to use MS Paint. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, everything that's been happening in the snowballing afterward has just been like a masterclass on what not to do in terms of public relations. <laughs> yeah. They're going to teach this. Like, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's using this as like a what not to do example in like an actual PR class. It's really like they were like, they were in a hole. And then they were like, guys, here's a ladder. And they caught the ladder on fire and then started Accurate. digging. And it's so funny, like going oh, off of that man. is all like even in the foreword of the not so awesome document, they're like, we just want, you know, to protect future creators from being, you know, abused and not getting their pay for what they're worth. And an apology. If they had just apologized, half of this stuff would have never come out. Yeah. Yeah. And you can apologize without getting yourself in legal trouble, guys. That's why you hire a PR department. Yeah. I mean, they did. Mm. They fired her. <laughs> She's yeah. gone. They harassed her, and then the whole sword thing happened. <laughs> that's the f- I just can't get over that. I, like, that's the, that's a parody the, of itself. Like, that that happened. Like that, like, that probably is, like, one of the biggest, like, we look to see that this happened. We can't be surprised that everything else happened. It's <laughs> literally, like, while you were studying, like, legal reactions i studied the blade i oh my God. <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> i mean so like the this the apology that we're talking about the their their response it it isn't an apology no it's it's um so i'm gonna go ahead Let, let's go through it here uh we wanted to take a moment to clear the air and acknowledge some of the recent public concern raised by content creators previously associated with channel awesome Channel Awesome is an organization that respects hmm, our <laughs> producer partners and strives to create the best possible environment for everyone. We welcome a diverse community of people joining together to create great videos. 
for people who have spoken out about past oh, instances they deemed hurtful or unprofessional, we sincerely regret that you feel that way. I need that on a shirt. <laughs> I sincerely regret that you feel that way. Uh, our priority has always been to help content par- it's just hard to read at this point <laughs> content partners succeed and provide people with a vehicle to follow their dreams Boo. when the need arose we have distanced ourselves from people who were particularly callous letting go of significant stakeholders in the interest of keeping our mission in- at the forefront we appreciate and hear the frustrations of past producers we are actively taking internal steps internal internal steps to better improve communication with our producers so that they can be focused on putting their uh putting out their great content and we are open to constructive criticism we're totally open to that mm. totally the the so kind that can, the, i like that they specify what that is though the kind that can help us become even better and serve the needs of our community but criticism <laughs> that isn't that isn't meant to make a productive end does little for either the party criticizing or those in the line of fire. We're very open to criticism, but not that kind. But not that kind. Our focus now is moving forward with the wonderful team that we have and all our dedicated followers. Dedicated. We want to make our collective future the best it possibly can be. We thank our content creators team and fans for truly making our channel awesome which is just all capitalized uh here's to creating something even better in the future well that worked out never (laughs) apologize for the way someone is i'm sorry you feel like that that's not an apology that's put the blame on them yeah i'm sorry you feel like you were sexually harassed i'm sorry that you felt harassed but you weren't I just um, harassed sounds you. Sounds like a you thing. <laughs> this sounds like more of a you problem. <laughs> oh, I didn't man. feel like I was harassing anyone so clearly. <laughs> this is just a mess. <laughs> it really like like sitting down and writing that. I wonder like three a.m. drunk. Like yeah. Does like, anyone like look at this over and again? And does does this sound ridiculously defensive? And like we're not taking responsibility for anything because I think it sounds great. I I have a suspicion that Mike Michaud wrote this. That's Mike. I like like three a.m. in like ten minutes. Yeah, that's my. He like opened up his Twitter. He's like, all these replies at me. Fine, I'll write something. (laughs) Yeah, it it feels very not only like shirking any responsibility in terms of like the real consequences that happened to a lot of people involved here, but also like. Being like, you guys aren't allowed to criticize us unless it's constructive, and it's like, I I think it's whatever I please. A group of self-proclaimed critics can't be criticized. (laughs) I think I think the word uh, self-proclaimed here is very key, though. Yeah. Uh, Hi. Um, (laughs) they're not critics. At the very most, they're reviewers. I'm targeting Doug specifically. I just want to throw that out too. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see at the beginning. It was like that's that's the title, the nostalgia critic. I can see it. It's like he remembers it so that we don't have to. But like in the end, the content is reviews, if that. Mm. Which sometimes it's not. It's more like commentary. Yeah. Goofy commentary. It it was what nostalgia commentators. Yeah. Yeah. It it was like. (laughs) 
the guy in the corner of the video reacting to something before that was popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the precursor. But, I mean, I just can't get over, like... I, I know the biggest focus has been on we're sorry that you feel that way, but that they're like literally being like, don't don't talk about it unless it's constructive. And it's like, um, I don't know how to like constructively say, like, stop sexually <laughs> harassing people. Like, is that constructive? Is that constructive? <sighs> you guys are just kind of suck lately. Like, is that good for you? <laughs> Oh man, it feels a lot like that that Simpsons meme of like, <laughs> am I out of touch? No, it's the children it's who the are. Children are. <laughs> it's like no, it's the fans who are all blowing this way out of proportion. Very fitting, <laughs> very fitting. And I like that they they claim that I don't know what instance would it would be that they've distanced themselves from uh, anyone. They're talking about Mike Ellis, uh, who is the one that was bothering Holly. Okay. He was one of the initial founders of Channel Awesome. And see, that's also an issue with apology. An apology where you don't actually address. You can just be like, instances, and we know there's issues. But when you don't actually address <laughs> anything, does it really feel like an apology? No, it's just yeah. a random statement. Yeah. It's just He's like, I know there are things. Some people <laughs> had reactions to them. I remember on Twitter. I'm sorry for that. When this dropped, there were a bunch of people that were like, wait. What happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was like all these people that were fans that had no idea what was happening were now like, something's up. It Don't worry, been let's keep it that way. <laughs> they could have protected themselves if they were upfront about it because that left all these fans open to be like, something went down. <laughs> and then they look into this massive document right. of not so awesomeness. <laughs> oh, guys. I also just love how this is titled, though. Just not so awesome because it's not. It's not very awesome. I wish it would no, be like, the it's... awesome apology. <laughs> the awesome <laughs> apology. Uh, it, yeah, it felt very backpatty too. It's yeah. like we're doing we, great. Our channel's awesome. We love our creators. Dedicated <laughs> fans. We have a team still. There's like, it's like Larry's left. Larry's still here. <laughs> He's doing great. The <laughs> night jander stuck around. <laughs> This is fine. Did, has Doug stuck around though? <laughs> yeah. Question mark. Yeah. So right now, um, I mean, oh, Facebook is finicky in terms of like a lot of its settings, but uh, people keep screen capping that on uh, Doug Walker's Facebook, he has put down that he worked past tense at Channel Awesome. I mean, let's be real. The smart decision for him would be to leave because I Channel Awesome's gone. Yeah. It's, it's but he. He deserves a lot of blame, but out of the three people that are basically management, he is probably the one that has the least on him. And people come to the website for him, so it's possible that he could separate and be okay. Um, but it, if he stays with Channel Awesome, he might as well just stop. <laughs> like, might, as, might as well stop. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the question now. Like, where do we go from here? Like, where what does the channel do? It's gone. Not much. <laughs> we have two people left. Yeah. You, I mean, I if I, you're I, in the channel, you take what little following you have and you jump ship so far. Go, <laughs> go. Run. They were also uh, they were supposed to appear at MomoCon, and they uh, MomoCon released a statement. They're like, "Sorry, Channel Awesome is no longer able to appear." Hmm. Because we banned them. <laughs> they're, they're busy. It's, it's nothing and bad. It's just they're, they're busy. It's, Don't it's worry. Fine. It's so, well, fine. <laughs> I saw the response on Twitter. Is like, so Larry couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, guys. I'm uh, uh, So 
yeah, I, th- I think it's just, it's gone. There's no recovering from this. Bye, childhood. I, I know, I definitely think they're, they're certainly recovering from things where it's like one person messed up mm-hmm. royally, like Logan Paul or Jake Paul, like, and especially with the kind of following that they have, it's kind of like, it almost benefits when they mess up. Yeah. Right. Whereas something like this is a lot less like, oh, that's a fun scandal and more like, <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Like, this with, happened for years. With the Pauls, it's like they can lose like, tens of thousands of subscribers and barely take a hit channel awesome they're That's about what to, they have left yeah they're about to go under a million yeah. well, so. and also i think and this could be wrong but when you're not in a conventionally attractive white young man young really <laughs> and attractive helping there then scandals <laughs> don't help you as mu- uh, much because like those guys like and this sounds so harsh but like when their name gets put on something and they show a picture of them a bunch of like horny teenagers like oh they're hot i'm gonna watch their channel anyways that yeah. doesn't happen for adults like yeah. genuinely so mm-hmm. things like that can be kind of swept under the rug because you're young they're just young they're learning they're, the yeah. same thing can't happen when you're an adult it's so yeah. accurate it hurts yeah yeah uh, it does hurt and as little credit as i ever want to give the paul brothers but their content <laughs> they definitely have like their fingers on the pulse of what's po- like popular they at do, the moment absolutely. yeah whereas again a lot of the things on Channel Awesome is kind of like that mid-2000s YouTube that's yeah. just kind of never gone away. It's there in the background, and there are certainly people that follow it, but it's not going to be on trending. It's not mm. going to be the thing that people share constantly. It's going to be in these niche followings, but now they've betrayed those niche followings. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not only, like, necessarily formatting, but the fact that I, I don't care what year it was, but that the whole, like, Robo Linkara with the drill <laughs> oh, rape script could be yeah. written and read aloud, and they're like, we're going to do this scene. Also, in the our response, <laughs> that's such a pretentious, like, title. Our, our response. response. <laughs> like, it's so important. Uh, when they like they target Lindsay Ellis specifically for uh, calling them out on that scene, but what's so strange and Linkara confirmed this on Twitter is that Linkara brought it to Lindsay first because she hadn't read the script at that point and he was like I'm uncomfortable, but they called out her. Sounds hmm. like a woman problem. I was gonna say <laughs> once again. Do you think maybe it's because she's a woman? Crazy concept thrown out there. I mean, I don't know. Women a little too yeah. crazy. I mean, women are just so sensitive about not wanting to act in scenes that imply that they're being raped by a drill. They just don't get comedy. This is, and see, you guys yeah. complain. You wonder why we won't hire you in Hollywood. Come on now. It's <laughs> oh, like dear. all female actresses are actually men. It's like Kabuki, like where everyone's <laughs> being played by men, you but you just RuPaul don't know it. made drag mainstream? <laughs> no. You thought. It was actually Angelina Jolie, or as we call her, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo Lee. Jojo Lee. <laughs> I love the turn this took. <laughs> I like how much like tin foil hatting that we had to do throughout this because it is just it is really ridiculous that this went on for so long. Yeah. And but what isn't ridiculous is that this has been addressed on a very wide platform and people are talking about it versus being like, ah, you should have expected that to happen. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine we're st- obviously we're still in the time of like people don't take like victims seriously or anything. No. There's blaming. But, yeah, yeah. Even here, there's a lot of blaming. But if this had come out, 
a few years ago, I can imagine the backlash against these ex-producers for speaking out would have been massive. Yeah. And we still getting support now. And I mean, Obscura Lupa definitely did speak out. Um, man, like 2013. Don't quote oh, me on that. Oh, man. I feel old. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it just got swept under the rug. And I mean... I don't think most of us knew the details in depth that we do now, but now I think we at least give more of credence to what they're saying to actually pay attention to what's happening rather than just going, eh, probably some drama. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of issues with social media, but one credit I will definitely give it is that it's able to give a bigger voice to when things like this happen. Of course, that can always be turned around and then people are like, you ruined Channel Awesome. I'm going to attack you <laughs> online now and going to dox you and fun stuff like that. Not fun. Also, not to say it's a good thing, but the fact that Channel Awesome's kind of died out fan base wise probably helped with that as well because yeah. there's not a ton of yeah. de- dedicated fans like you ruined Channel. Like it's been ruined. Yeah, for a pe- minute. people that have <laughs> right. that like weird sense of loyalty can be really dangerous. Yeah, but I feel like someone like Doug Walker can't pull that anymore. No. No. Yeah, and he was again. He was the face of it. And maybe he's he's the face is walking off. And jumping ship with everyone else as just they should face. be. Just his face. Just his face. Body can like, spin. Everything else, the tie, the glasses are just going to float in the air. I don't know. I would die of happiness if the next episode, which is if they're following their schedule still, if they're dumb enough to post a freaking episode <laughs> tonight or tomorrow morning, I hope it's Larry Bundy Jr. in the Nostalgia Critic outfit. And it just goes on like nothing happened. Please. That's all I want. That's That would be the good PR way to I like, would react to in. that. I would start watching. <laughs> I would follow it. <laughs> uh, but we already know that they're not very good at public relations. So that's probably not no. going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's to be seen whether or not this hole will get any deeper for them. But it's oh. certainly a grave. And it's been dug. Oh, I'm waiting for it. And they're in it. They're, it's gonna they're get in worse. that grave. So, yeah, I have no faith that there's going to be any recovery from this, but I hope the best for everyone who jumped ship at the right time. To all the producers who, for some reason, might be listening to this, I'm so sorry. We're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry this happened. This should have never went down this way. We'll give the response that's an actual, resp- like, apology. We apologize. Not for the way you that you feel, but for genuinely the things that happened. Yes. Was that so hard? Is anyone it's dead? Difficult. Whoa, whoa. We can't confirm that, Emily. Everyone outside of this room might have just died from like the residual wildness. I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. No, but apologies are Fallout important. Five. <laughs> Public relations is important. Human relations is important. And don't harass your human relations officer. Don't harass don't anyone. Do yeah, don't harass anyone. Uh, channel awesome, it's not not so awesome anymore. But wow. but, but you know what is awesome? Was that the Coven, Coven. Podcast? Whoa! <laughs> thank Transition. you, <laughs> Transition. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for joining me tonight. I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm. Joining me today was Emily Rubin and Matthew Yap. Thanks, guys, for listening. You can find all our podcasts here at bitebsu.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
Uh, are we on Snapchat anymore? I feel like I'm forgetting yeah, something. It exists. It's we, not going to get posted. We could be on Snapchat, but <laughs> Snapchat's all lame. at VSU. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud at the Ball State Daily. And be sure to check out all our other wonderful podcasts here. And if we ever mess up, be sure to expect an apology, an actual apology. But that won't happen because we're good people. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a good one.